0: Hey, crazy cool parents, welcome to the weekly rethink in the holiday season. Suzanne. Merry
1: Christmas. Okay, so Suzanne <laughs>
0: is buying presents. Everybody wants to know this, so you just tell them a little bit. How do you buying presents for seven kids, a husband? Now we got grandkids.
1: And they're by far the most fun to buy presents for. Are
0: you in chaos mode right now?
1: Yeah, pretty much. My, 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 Poor husband has to crawl across boxes and paper and wrapping just to get into his bed at night.
0: And one of the things you've done is you've made a shift from retail shopping
1: to online shopping. So yeah. you spend a lot of time in front of your computer these days. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. And I love it when they bring the packages to me, but I also don't mind ordering it and going and picking it up. But right. the fact that I don't have to walk up and down the aisles and spend money on things that I don't need to.
0: And we have a we have a black Siberian Husky who <laughs> terrorizes, <laughs> who's the nicest dog ever. She just I mean, wants just, to smell you. Yeah. She just wants to lick you and be in your face, but the delivery drivers to the to the delivery drivers she looks like a wolf, and, and then she
1: she kind of growls at him, but she's just talking to him. It's not she, a mean growl. yeah
0: she's she that's her way of showing affection. Of, to growl at you. And so the, anyway, it's just hilarious to watch the delivery drivers try to come. We'll deliver. pull up
1: and see the dog and roll down the window and toss the package out. <laughs> I actually have to return some mason jars that are broken because what, whichever delivery person delivered those.
0: But you know what? We don't experience this stuff anytime, but December, November and December as the Christmas chaos starts to hit. Right. and And it's not just buying presents either. Uh, It is just Christmas parties and end of school and things are changing. We have Christmas break, which is awesome, but it creates its own element of chaos. It's because you
1: have to entertain and feed the children. Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) yesterday yesterday (laughs)
0: I spent, you know, an hour and a half shopping for a secret santa for work. I mean, it's just right. it's over and over and over and it's different for everybody, but it's the same for everybody. It's just
1: chaos. It's a lot. In Christmas, yeah. And so a lot of to-dos added to our already very long to-do list.
0: And then we have, you know, so um as we talk about crazy cool family, we talk about the the different relationships and and one of them is our marriage. And marriage is just such an important relationship and I don't know about you guys, but you know, we were just thinking about that, how many times our marriage did not improve in December. It, it was, we, we fought some things that were, you know, that were just difficult. I mean, you know, a lot of times for me, um, that's a, I'm in a, I'm in, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a CPA by trade, but I'm in, you know, I, I've, I've been in a financial role in companies and things. And a lot of times the end of year is a busy time for me, you know, just having to work more right. in the midst of all the busyness of chaos. And so that's been a stress point for our marriage sometimes in that, you know, I'm needed to be more in the house because Suzanne needs more help, especially when we had smaller kids. And yet I'm having to work more. You know, right. what happens when we do that? And it didn't it cause some stresses in our marriage. Right.
1: Yeah, I think that the absence of that and the feeling of I, it's like the chaos started coming in more and more and I needed more adult help. Right. Um, but for me, as, as I look back at Christmas past, that our 27 Christmases, we're about to have our 28th Christmas, right? right. Um, one of the ways that I felt like that we failed to connect as a merit, as a, um, married couple in the chaos of Christmas was that I was hard to help. I was just, I mean, I was controlling and I had a certain way that I wanted it to look or I wanted it to be done. And, and Don would try to help. He would step in to help, but he wouldn't do it right ever.
0: Well, and, and I was also trying to enforce a budget, you know, because I'm more the finance guy. <laughs> Nobody wants guy. to be told what you can and exactly. can't spend. <laughs> and, and so, honey, we can spend this much money and, and, and oh, how oh, can I help? That's a great suggestion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and, I, and I, I felt like I was just on the periphery trying to help and trying to penetrate and it just wasn't working because, you know, what I would do would be wrong. And then, and you know, because I, I, then I would try to enforce, well, honey, if you just do it. I, mean, I know you're stressed, honey, but if you would just do it this way, then, you know, or let me put this budgeting system in place or let me build this, you know, whatever the system was. And. I would try to impose my will. So when you were hard to help, I think that made me work because I'm pretty much a persistent guy. For
1: sure. And so I would try, I would try, (laughs) well, sometimes,
0: but I would try to do more. And so, and I would try to push in, which caused conflicts and, um, you know, and there's even just stresses that we just remembered, like, um, you know, I remember uh, going, we would try to go shopping together. And so we did a lot of that together. So we would like... Me trying
1: to include him, trying to show him that the budget that he gave me was absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. We couldn't possibly buy all the toys we needed for that. (laughs) And so we,
0: I remember one... One, our anniversary is on November 23rd, which is right around Thanksgiving. So many times we would try to get away over Thanksgiving. So it was a little tradition that we started
1: to celebrate our anniversary, but then also work toward the Christmas projects by going and I would drag Don out shopping. Don is a unique guy in that he actually likes to shop. For for, the most part. For a certain time period. And then you're then I'm done. Then your back starts hurting. I I get what
0: I called mall. When we had malls, I called it the mall back because the mall would make me, my back hurt over time. But I remember we went to that one, we were going to Hillsborough. And if you know Hillsborough around this area, there's an outlet mall there that used to be a lot bigger and better than it is today. So we were going there and uh, we left our parents' house at Thursday afternoon to go stay at a bed and breakfast in Hillsborough right as an ice storm hit. And it was like the, one of the world's worst ice storms in Texas. And we drove this. If we this,
1: remember the year, we could probably tell them. They would be like, oh, I remember yeah, that too. So I was and, here, I was here. And we
0: drove for two hours. Well, it actually took like about four hours, right. just 30 miles an hour through the ice because we were just determined that we were going to make it to this, bed in this little Honda Civic, Oh my goodness! It was a it was a white knuckle drive the whole time, and so. But what was so cool was we finally got there, and we were so stressed. I mean, my shoulders were just done from Mm -hmm. because I drove the whole way. Don's a great driver. But nobody. But then we woke up the next Friday morning, and the ice had covered the road, and nobody. We had the whole outlet mall all to ourselves. Remember that to go shopping? Yeah, Yeah, it was beautiful. It was um, so we. So just what are your stories, and what are your marriage things that are happening? What are you doing to, uh, you know, basically it comes down to the busyness of Christmas is our. And one of the things we talked about is that the busyness of Christmas is our enemy. Our spouse is
1: not our enemy. And I think that so many times what would happen um, is all that stress of Christmas, all the days that led up to Christmas would culminate on Christmas Eve. And while we were doing the last-minute stressful things, stocking the stuffing or st- stuffing the stocking, stuffing the stockings, or wrapping the gifts, or Don was putting presents together, or whatever that is, nine times out of ten we would get in a fight that night for whatever reason. I would be frustrated with him because he wasn't helping me at the level I wanted him to help, but yet he couldn't because I wouldn't allow him. And anyway, all of that would culminate in that. And we have just decided we're not going to let the enemy rob us of Christmas Eve anymore. He's not going to take the chaos and the busyness of the season um, and and take that from our marriage anymore. And so we, we have thought about it and we've got some things that we want to share with you so that you can take back that if that, if that resonates with you, if that happens to you too, you get caught up with the busyness that becomes, in, gets in the middle of your marriage and then you don't get to enjoy each other on Christmas Eve and Christmas day when, That's what the most important thing is. That was Jesus's birthday. How do we usher in the savior of the world if we're angry at the person that is helping us hold our arms up in the battle?
0: And so theme for the day, if you want to remember one thing that we're talking about is the busyness of Christmas isn't, is our enemy, not our spouse. That we are fighting the busyness of Christmas. We are not fighting our spouse. In fact, we are going to fight with god's help and with changing our thinking Mm -hmm. we are going to fight the busyness of christmas to connect with our spouse we are going to make the busyness of christmas our enemy not our spouse and we are going to find ways to instead Get rid or not? We can't get rid of the busyness of Christmas, but we can do different things. We can change our thinking and change our actions so that Christmas becomes a month or season of connecting Connection. with our spouse. Yes. And what building if building the, the relationship. What if you looked up at, after Christmas Day, after that fateful Christmas Eve night, and you said, "Hey, man, this in this season our marriage got better. What are we going to do to make that happen?" That may seem impossible to you. But we're just going to give you a few things that will help you and and just to change the tide of the busyness of Christmas. Just a couple of things that will help you do that. And one of them is we want to purpose in Christmas, in the busyness of Christmas, to purpose to work together.
1: And so that's a super convicting one for me, because for some reason I feel like I work better alone (laughs) (laughs) because I have ideas of what I want. But Ephesians 4, 2 empowers us to work with others It says, be completely humble and gentle and be patient, bearing with one another in love. And so as I apply that to, okay, purpose to work together, as I invite people in to work with me, to help me, I need to be humble and let go of my controlling mechanisms and let go of the, maybe even the ideas of how I wanted, or at least communicate, I would love for you to help me stock the stocking, stuff. the st- Why is that so hard for me to I say know. <laughs> stuff, the stockings, but will you put the candy cane on the top as it's hanging out, you know, and just anyway, so that's one of the ways. Well,
0: I think one of the things that, uh, as a couple would be great to decide is who's in charge, because once you decide who's in charge, then you kind of have roles to play And
1: so that means I can boss you around if I'm in charge. Well, or, and and, yes, exactly. (laughs) Or if you're in charge, you can boss me around. And, and, or maybe there's
0: a, you know, um, because exactly. And so, um, and then if, if, you know, and I do think that you're in charge of, of Christmas. And you, you know, so I, you know, allow that to be, that's something I want to see happen. And so then it becomes, and the reason I say that is because when both people are are trying to work together and both people feel like they're in charge, Mm -hmm. it creates conflict. So just decide who's going to do it, who's responsible for it. And then if, and and a lot of times that becomes the, the, the wife, uh, because they know the kids and they know some things like that doesn't have to be. But then once someone's in charge, then if that's husbands, if that's you, How are you going to help them and just keep asking questions? And like I was saying before, man, imposing your will upon a situation doesn't work, especially when your wife is stressed. Right. You know, it doesn't work well for me to say, well, honey, I have all your answers when (laughs) when you are stressed and then because you're not going to be receptive to my response. But it works a whole lot better for me to say, how can I help? What can I do? And understanding that a lot of times it's going to be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. and 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 then you're going to have to okay well what about this
1: you know yeah can um, I do the dishes or what if I swept the floor so. would that be helpful and yeah, I so. feel for you guys as you try to catch the 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 storm of your wife running around trying to pull off the perfect Christmas um and so I do just to focus back on that Ephesians be patient A- and know? guys
0: too I mean you Gentle. know a lot of you don't like to shop a lot of some women don't like to shop. I mean, it's, you know, it's not just, just, not just guys, but you know, sometimes again, women tend to be more relational. So I think, you know, a lot of times what I did that did work was, Hey, let's just go shopping together and let Mm -hmm. me help. So we did some, just what we referred to earlier, we, we did some shopping together and just, you know, a lot of times I felt a little useless, (laughs) <laughs> but but you know a lot of times I felt like I'm just standing here walking the mall and uh, you know and and uh, a lot of times I felt like that on Christmas Eve too which led to me mm-hmm. watching television which I'd get in trouble for you know <laughs> so um,
1: so you know but isn't but that I'm, the worst though you know when you're running around crazy and everybody else is just sitting there doing nothing and you're like are you kidding me but the trouble <laughs> is
0: I don't know what to do because she wouldn't help let, and say, so
1: that's another point on purpose to work together is to. Ask what you need, which is what you said, but to be willing to to delegate something, to give something, to think about that. And if you're like me, and you have a a plan in your head of how you want it done, what I what I'm going to be better at is to assign. Okay, this is this person can do this. This person can do this. This person can do this. And so, yep, that's exactly right. As wives. We want to create a place of success for our husband. Our husband wants us to be happy, and they really do want to serve us. And so if we're running around unhappy, hard to serve, then they feel... um, and ultimately, like, what do you, wh- how do you feel? Incompetent, I don't know. incompetent well, incomplete, incompetent, in, all of the above. Un, but I mean, unloved, unseen, but I th- unknown, I th- I all think of those things. I think so we hold times. the keys, ladies, to inviting our our husbands in to be a part of whatever it is that either we're in whatever we're in charge of, but whatever we have a plan for, whatever's organized, and whatever's not organized, whatever's chaos. When we invite them in, they can bring order to it.
0: For and, us. and what I wanted to what I was about to interrupt with is that spouses and I think, you know, we were talking about, uh, wives, but I think it works both ways. We want, we want our husband, we want our spouses to to want to be around us and we want them to, we want to include them. So, uh, but in reality, the actions we do actually push them away. I know guys, I tend to go, man, you know what? I'm going to let her be her because I've tried to help. It's not working. When I do, I just seem to be um, stepping on her toes. I seem to be doing worse. And you get your head bit off. Yeah, Maybe, maybe <laughs> it'll be better if I just go to the barn. And, I'll be safer there. <laughs> exactly. And, and I'm doing more harm. I know a lot of times I think, and, and this is one thing to think about is, I feel like I'm doing more harm than good, so I'm going to back away. But So from someone, from the wife's perspective, in this case, the scenario we're walking is try to include your husband, but, but then the husband's push through. Push through and realize that you know that's just a smoke screen. There, it's coming out of the frustration. It's coming out, and when and we it's with, not about you. And when we withdraw, we actually it, it seems like it might be better in the short term, but over time it creates something that's worse. So press in and just you know and press in without being offensive. You know, mm-hmm. hey, ask questions. You know, try to work together. Um, you know, and, I think one thing that I did, and it, and it may be just. Go ahead and do things without be in spite of what he or she does to to do things. For example, uh, this Thanksgiving, you know, uh, Suzanne was uh, really gets stressed around the holidays because she wants to create this experience for everyone. (laughs) And we have a lot of people to create experiences for. And as hard as I've tried to say, honey settle down everything's okay that you you can imagine how well that goes over (laughs) no it's not okay
1: and i can't get it done if
0: i'm settled down exactly (laughs) and so um and i just you know i i I keep i keep trying that it doesn't work but i just this thanksgiving i just said what could i do that would be different
1: instead of what you say it's what you do very very powerful actions speak louder than words that's good so he stepped in and did the dishes All the time. Every every time there was a dish on the, anywhere, like people might not even be finished using their dish and he takes it out of their hand and puts it in the dishwasher. In
0: fact, this is, shows my persistent nature. I did it so much that she got mad at me for doing the dishes. she was like, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) But, but,
1: but you know. But but, it was good. It was good.
0: It worked because, uh, you know, she, it wasn't just because of that, but some of the things she did as well, but she didn't have a stressful of a Thanksgiving and, and it wasn't. And so, you know, it was just one way to do, to do my part in that. And so purpose to work together purpose. Yeah. So that's one thing to fight the busyness of Christmas and to improve your marriage, to connect with your spouse in the busyness of Christmas purpose to work together. Okay. And
1: I just want to just add just one more thing too, which we talked about, but I want to just give it words. It's all about your perspective. It's how you see each other. And that's what Don was talking about is pushing through my smoke screen when I make it difficult, just st- change your thought processes to she actually wants my help or, you know, I, I, I want to invite him in. He is a good helper. He is. And so p- that's what we can do. In, for inside ourselves is to change how we see the situation and if it feels chaotic then choose to see it as peaceful and then that's going to help us create it to be peaceful
0: and that's really really hard to do which means that you got to go to god and let him change your perspective to see things through compassion to see things with patience to see through the smoke screens because In our own power, we're not going to do that. So um, you got to have a trigger that says, hey, I'm going to go to God and pray. My God, what should I do here? How do I I navigate this situation? He'll give you some help. Then it relates to the second thing is that um, we want a purpose to connect. We said purpose to work together, purpose to connect. And that's beyond working together, just a purpose to connect with each other relationally.
1: And so in 1 Peter 4, 8, it says, Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. I love the love each other deeply. That's the connect that we're talking about. And the connection goes to cover even over a multitude of, a multitude of sins. We're connecting beyond how they're going to mess up. We're going to connect beyond what they do to offend us or annoy us.
0: I was It just brought to mind another verse that I think would, if... Um would add to this verse mm-hmm. is James 1.19, which says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. angry. Oh, yes. my goodness. If we could just do those three things.
1: And it then- just takes one. It just takes one of you. I mean, because with the one person can come at that or come at the situation with the slow to to speak, slow to, yeah, quick, yeah, slow to anger, quick to listen. If they can come to it with that, then that's going to diffuse what's happening in the other person.
0: Yeah. And so, um, some of that is just to, you know, think about when you walk into a room, Mm -hmm. when you walk in from work, when you wake up in the morning When you uh, come back from the grocery store or whatever that is, quick to listen, slow to speak, because because that's a way you're going to love each other deeply, love listening and loving go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, that's super simple. You said all of those things. And I thought you were going to say just acknowledge each other. And we, Don and I had gotten into the habit, I am embarrassed to say that we would not acknowledge each other when we walked into the room, he would come in and he would acknowledge the dog, or I would come in and I would acknowledge a child, but we wouldn't acknowledge each other. And it was like this, this sneaky little way that the enemy got in to almost make us be disvaluing or dishonoring to each other. And so we've purposed to acknowledge each other just
0: and it. think about it, you know, other than your relationship with God, what's the most important relationship in your home? It's your marriage.
1: For sure. It's where the foundations are built. If Everything's hung off of that one.
0: And so if you're not uh, treating your spouse with that, um, acknowledging her or him as important, you know, it just sends a little subtle message. Well, since that, that that you know we we started seeing, I see you. That's <laughs> what the message is. I acknowledge I, you, or I don't see you. All right, you know exactly. exactly. And so a lot of times, even when um, you know we're having, or you may have little kids in the house, like we're having grandbabies come in right now. Well, guess what? The first thing you want to do is say hey, Truett or hey, Sebastian, you know, they and,
1: smile and they giggle and they respond. And, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and Suzanne doesn't do that as much. She, uh, she, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't ever giggle when I know, you say, I know, she doesn't smile and just wave her arms <laughs> up and down. You know, I, I just, I, I can't get her to do that. So, um uh, but, you know, we, we get reaction, we get into certain habits well acknowledging each other is, is really good. You know one of the things we found is we just need to laugh and enjoy each other. And you know so many times we're talking about the the it's almost like it's a production meeting every time we have to be together. Now, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in our house with family and work and ministry and everything else. And we are both very intense people. Have you not already figured that out? (laughs) Exactly. And so we, but, you know, just we're also fun people. We like to laugh and we like to enjoy each thing, but we we tend to get distracted by the... In work mode. And we're very responsible people. And so we want to make sure everybody's taken care of. But then we just need to laugh with each other and to choose each other over the stress and the busyness of life you know maybe that's a maybe that's just a date night you know i know it's busy but maybe it's just, it may not be a date night maybe it's just going to an hour to get a cup of coffee or something you know
1: or even even practically within that statement of choose each other um, just be with each other when you're together and so let's say that you're going to a Christmas party and so you count that as a date night but you don't really want to go and you don't want to go talk to all the people that are there then enjoy your time in the car on the way there and on the way back or choose each other choose to go to bed at the same time and so that you can you can visit and talk and cuddle touch for a few minutes before you go to bed um, choose to to uh, communicate with each other throughout the day, whether it's a phone call or a text or whatever that is. It's just, um, it, it's just a choice. And as is, is everything comes piling in, the busyness of life comes in. For some reason, those relationships that we feel like are our solid ones are the ones that get pushed aside. And so, and that's fine, but it does create a fight in the distance between you. And so we just encourage you to to choose each other, you know?
0: One of the things I tell dads all the time that sometimes they push back on a little bit, but I think it's been very beneficial for our marriage, not just in the holidays, but all the time, is to go to bed together, yeah. you know? And so is, is that we've done that for, that's one of the things, we've talked about some of our failures, but it's something we do almost all the time, most of the time, if not almost all the time, not every night, but, but many, many nights. And regardless of what we've done, the sins of the day, Yeah, we can we can reconcile those at night as we just listen and and visit with each other. And, uh, you know, um, so that's a good thing to do for for um, kind of to end that discussion on purposing to connect. Yeah,
1: I was just gonna say, just know that connection takes time Mm -hmm. and you just have to purpose to do it. It just takes time.
0: Some people do it when they get up in the morning and have coffee Mm -hmm. together in the mornings, you know, out, you know, whatever in the back porch or whatever, but whatever that looks like for you, for us, it's been nighttime. It's been connecting at that point. Um as we as we wrap up, um, just remember that, guys, that um God's ways are not our ways. And so when you feel the busyness of Christmas hitting you, that's the world wanting to put uh chaos into your life. And so God's a God of order. God's a God of peace. And so when you feel that busyness and what are you going to do to, and especially the busyness and you feel that conflict with your spouse, mm-hmm. what are you going to do to change that? Because that's not God. And we've given you some very, and some, so some ways wanna, to do that.
1: Yeah. So I just want to just come in here and just say, so we just challenge you to, to pick a way. Maybe it is to go to bed together, or maybe it is to communicate throughout the day or acknowledge each other. Um, we are going to, and we found great success in it recently, is we are going to choose to laugh together. Over this holiday season, we're going to purpose to laugh about something and Every day, you know, maybe not several times a day. We might not can commit to that. You <laughs> know, yeah. no. but at least once a day we are gonna find something that we both find is humorous and we're gonna laugh
0: I'm looking it. on the internet for dad jokes that I can tell <laughs> her know, Those all. are terrible. <laughs> but
1: you with little kids, y'all are lucky because you little kids always have something funny that yeah. they do. And so maybe that's it's a great story thing to share about. Or yeah. whatever. So whatever it is goofy, you, yeah. you know. And
0: it's okay to be goofy, you know. Uh, who can who should you be goofy with? your spouse and yeah. and, it, and if you know you may have a marriage that's um, struggling a little bit and um, and well,
1: laughter's hard when you're in the struggle yeah. that is really hard and so we're gonna be praying for you that humor <laughs> comes into your home and you find something to laugh about because it breaks the ice
0: and life comes into your home just remember when you hit the door when you come into a room bring life and you mm-hmm. bring life to your spouse you know just and, and look for ways to 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 connect Right. And then it's so uh, hopefully you've come out with some practical thoughts and ideas. And uh, we want you to make this holiday season a time where your marriage gets better. And you look up at the end of the month when you're looking up going into the new year and you say, you know what, this holiday season, our marriage is better than it was. When we started this, maybe po- Halloween to New Year's. Right. You know, we want to have a better marriage during that season.
1: Three so. step forwards and only one step back. <laughs> that's, that's right.
0: <laughs> hey, go be crazy parents. Crazy cool